Hello, we are back with the... Hey y'all motherfuckers. <laughs> oh, by the way... Welcome to the old, the first and last brother-sister bachelor podcast <laughs> that we know of. <laughs> Mom's out of town this weekend, so her affectionate, caring, loving, kind son, <laughs> Jack, aka my brother, <laughs> they can't see you doing physical comedy, Jack. I know, podcast. I do it for me. I do it for me. <laughs> but Jack is volunteered to be my co-host this week. No, it's he wasn't forced. He said, I'll do it if you buy me lunch. So I bought him lunch. And then I got sick and, and tried to back out. But here I but am. I bought him lunch again. With soup. <laughs> so we will be drinking soup while we record this episode. So if you hear that, sorry. That's just Jack clearing his voice. But this is very exciting. This is the second to last week of Bachelor in Paradise. I'm not going to lie to you. I don't remember anything that happened in the two episodes that we watched. Except the gay couple got married. That's it. That's an... Oh, potentially. We don't actually know. But... All right. So, Bachelor news. I can't think of anything. Uh, but, um... Uh, oh. Uh, the, I'll cover this Bachelor news on the next episode. Because it's a bit more about the next episode. But, last time we left off the episode, if you remember, um, Dean came back to Paradise and he was like... Hey, Kaylin, what's up? Which so, my van wasn't... <laughs> Dean's the one that had a mustache but then shaved it. He lives in his car. He's homeless. Oh, right. He's the one He's the one they constantly show the clip of him, like... Yeah. <laughs> he's shaved his mustache, like, ten million times. That's the one. So, Dean, uh, he's in paradise, oh, and he's like, I shaved my mustache, and my van is still in the shop. So I thought I'd come back to Mexico and see if you wanted to come back to America with me. And Kaylin was like, what? What? Yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know what to do. I, I, I just don't know what to do. Um, input, Jack? What are, your, what are your thoughts on Kaylin and Dean? I don't know anything. I got like three minutes of Kaylin's the one that mom them. really doesn't like. Oh, and I love her. She's great. Ten out of ten. This is my rebellious teen phase, so, you know, I disagree with everything Mom says. <laughs> so, um, and Dean's the homeless guy who lives in his van and d- pays for his gas oh, with white claws. He's, 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 <laughs> he's, the, he's the sad boy. He's the, just the, oh, I have walls, blah, blah, Yeah, he's blah, like, blah. I have commitment issues. My mom died. I live in my car. I just, like... Paying for my gas with White Claw ads. Are all your impressions going to sound like that? No, some of them are going to be Russian. Mm. Right, <laughs> But anyways, so Kaylin is freaking out, and she's like, you shaved your mustache, and he's like, yeah, I shaved it for you. I want to show you that I'm committed. I'm a new man. Which is literally insane. And it's literally what he said. <laughs> I feel like when it, when you're in a relationship and you say, tell someone, oh, I did this for you, that's probably not a great sign. That's true. That's good insight. Jack's only, what, how old are you? He's only 17. 17, 17 yeah. So that's some good insight coming from his little noggin. Yeah, I watch I watch a lot of um, rom-coms. He doesn't. He hates rom-coms. So I, I don't, don't know hate rom-coms. I hate bad rom-coms. I hate Hallmark Christmas movies. They're shit. (laughs) I love Hallmark Christmas movies. Guys, this might be the first ever episode. We have to click the little explicit button when we upload it. Probably. Excuse me. You underestimate my power. So, I'm sorry. If you guys don't like that, we won't have them on again. But, anyways. So, Kayla's freaking out. Wait, hold on. Wait, hold If they don't like that, you you won't have me on again. Period. You don't know that. (laughs) <laughs> but anyways, so Kaylin is worried about all this, and Kaylin uh, is goes to Connor, and she and Connor talk, and she's like, I, I just don't know what to do, and, sorry, a little biker cruise. Do you want us to close by. the window? They're not going to answer you. They can't hear you right now. Anywho, so Kaylin and Connor talk, and Kaylin's like, I don't know what to do. And he's like, well, I can see a future with you. I really enjoy... Oh, sorry. Let me do my Connor voice. He's like, well, okay. Kaylin. Kaylin. Connor here. My name's Connor. 
And um, well, I just can really see a future with you. We've made out for like two days now, and I can really see you being the mother of my kids. Is that about accurate? I don't know. That that seems about right to me. I expect not. <laughs> and then um, Kaylin goes, I just I just don't know. Dean just came back out of nowhere, and I made out with him for four days. And, <laughs> and Connor's like, oh. I just, he left you, though. What if he does that again? Like, like he could hurt you again. And she's like, I know, I know, I know. You're right. You're right. And then she goes, and she's talking to the camera, and she's like... Who's her one true love. Yeah. <laughs> that is true. <laughs> um, I feel like that pop of the voice levels up way too much. Yeah, sorry. My laugh tends to do that. But anyways... Um, she goes, my head is saying Connor, but my heart is saying Dean. And my kidney is saying I should slow down. <laughs> um, and, uh, oh, when she's talking to Connor, he also says, there is no indication he's ready for a relationship. Actions speak louder than words? Sure. It was a grand gesture for him to come back, but he, like, will, like, will hurt you again. And Caitlin's like, don't care. <laughs> and, oh, Mom wrote notes still, and I'm reading her notes, and she is still smack-talking Caitlin in the notes. <laughs> she says, Caitlin has an ugly cover-up. It hangs down to her knees. Wait, wait, yeah. hold on, hold on. That's not, wait, hold, hold the phone. That's not ugly. That's U-G-L-E. What does that mean? It's ugly, but make it trendy. I thought the whole point of ugly was to not be trendy. <laughs> Anyways, so, um, while this is happening, while Kaylin's talking to Dean, or sorry, while Kaylin's talking to Connor, Christina goes up to Dean, and Christina, uh, says, can you do Russian? I feel like you can do Russian better than me. Oh, I, I don't know what... I, I no, I don't do accents. Yeah, you do. Um. Oh, I, in the notes it says do the accent. What did you come? Back? Oh. <clears throat> Why did you come back? You you fucked everything up. <laughs> you run every time things get too real. <laughs> she cried forever when you left. You're selfish. You come here and you give her the ultimatum and she has literally made a connection with a guy. Wow, Jack, that was a really good Russian accent. Thank you. I lived in Russia for a long time. Did you? Yes. Is that why you're such a fan of communism? No, it's because it's the right, you know, it's the right government structure. <laughs> but we can talk about this if you'd like. No. See, the problem with capitalism... And we're back after that. <laughs> so, um, Dean goes, you know, like, yeah, I made kind of, like, an effort not to run away from, or, he says, I need to try to make an effort not to run away from the things that I have that are good in my life, so I'm trying to do that now, because I always run away from things that when they're good. And Christina's like, what, do, should I try doing it this time? What, the, the Karla Marx accent? The, yeah. <laughs> yeah. What the actual fuck? Is that pretty good? <laughs> no. Was it better than Jack? My dad says it was better than Jack's. <laughs> I think we were both pretty shit. Um, but uh, Dean and Kaylin talk again, and Kaylin goes... The whole time you were here, you talked about what a terrible boyfriend you are, and meanwhile, the gang is speculating, like, what will happen, or, like, when you're going to dump me, and, like, that wasn't fun. Like, how do I know you're not just going to do that again? Like, you're going to hurt me again. She's like, I know the decision I want to make, but I'm scared of getting hurt again. And Dean's like, well, I'm afraid of getting hurt, too. Like, let's promise to each other we'll just not hurt each other. Because that works. And then she's like, but I do want someone who will challenge me. And I'm like, shut up. Mom says, all caps and emboldened in her notes, what a bunch of hokum. She's selfish and is now making up crack. Crap, not crack. 
to justify hurting Connor. Dean says, I want to be the one that's responsible for making you happy. Every time I see you, I get a smile on my face. And mom says, Dean, you constantly have a smile on your face. Which is true, just sometimes you can't see it when his mustache is long. <laughs> but um, she also says, like, Connor's not, like, I don't think Connor's going to hurt me, and I know you're, you're going to hurt me again. Like, you could hurt me again. And he goes, Connor could hurt you, too. Like, it's not a difference. You don't know. And she's like, okay. And then she agrees to leave with him. And then they start making out on the daybed before she even dumps Connor. Like, the audacity, honestly. Do you agree? I have no opinion. Jack agrees. And then Dean goes, this is going to be the best decision you've ever made. And that might be true, because Caitlin makes a lot of really, really bad decisions. It's definitely a decision. And all the people who are, also everyone that's left at the beach is watching them, and they're like, oh my god, this is so cute, oh my god, this is so romantic, while Connor's sitting right there. And they're like, and Connor gets up and walks away, and they're like, oh, oh, Connor, oh, this is so sad. And Caitlin finally talks to Connor, and she's like, I know it doesn't make sense to you, and it doesn't make sense to me, but my heart is pulling me in Dean's direction, and I don't know why. And Connor's like, whew, dodge that one. And Caitlin says I, goodbye I to everyone. I don't think that's what he was like. I mean... He cried a little bit, but, like, in hindsight, you know that he was probably like that. And Christina goes to Caitlin, she's like, <coughs> I know we've had our differences, but if anything goes down, call me. Wow, that's... Is that pretty good? No. You're being loud with your spoon. You could be a little quieter with your spoon. No, I have to give the audience tingles. No, this is you isn't... like that? Yeah. Whisper, Whisper. ASMR. Shut an ASMR channel. No, but Jack, seriously, that's a little loud. You can sit it. It's in, it's in a mug. Um, and Sydney goes, the, the van's going to be bumping tonight. Because he lives in his car. It's a van aerial. It's like driving around in your bedroom. <laughs> That's what Dean said. And Dean and Kaylin hop in the SUV and make out, and they're like, and Jack's like, when we're watching it, he's like, oh, they're prepping for when they move into his van. <laughs> did I say that? Yeah, you did. Oh, I don't remember that at all. I was high on life. And um, Dean goes, the van is great. When you're sleepy, you can pull over and take a nap. If you're hungry, pull over and make some ramen. And then Kaylin, Kaylin's like a... face just falls, and she goes, ramen. And <laughs> he's like, or something else. As, as, as long as it comes from a bag. Jack, I don't know if you know this, but Kaylin's like, she was the runner-up of the Miss America pageant. No, I think, you're, I think I remember you mentioning it a couple times. She is a pageant girl. She sho probably showers up, like every day. And like a normal human being? No, not everyone showers every day, Jack. Do you? I can name two people speaking on this podcast right now that don't shower every day. Hold the phone. <laughs> I shower every day. Sometimes, when you don't have school, during summer there are plenty of days. Right, but that's different, because, you know... No, it's not. Yes, it is, because I'm not going outside. They're, okay, they're not either. They're just going in their van. Okay. But anyways, she's going to have to get used to not taking showers and stuff, and you can just tell this is just going to be a disaster. Um, and mom, mom's input, she says, I say it lasts till Chris, this is mom's quotes in her notes, because she wanted me to share her opinion while she's gone. <laughs> she says, I say it lasts till Christmas, tops, unless Dean ditches the van and keeps her in a manner that she believe she is owed oh in a manner like a house she spelled manner wrong so i was confused how do you spell manner manner like the m-a-n-o-r yeah oh maybe she's not talking about the house yeah that's manor. what i'm thinking like manner. maybe she actually means manner like <coughs> i don't know etiquette i don't know we can call her no let's not do that i tried calling her earlier and she didn't answer my call oof she answered my call what the heck yeah, must be the favorite child. No, that's not it. You don't go to, you don't watch The Bachelor with her ever. But um, 
Mom also says Kaylin gets what Kaylin wants. Now she has Dean, which is who she wanted from the beginning when she was pretending she wanted to marry Colton. <laughs> which is true because on the after on the women tell all, um, I think it was Katie goes, Kaylin, you were literally on the bus talking about how when you got home from dating Colton, you were gonna slide into Dean's DMs. <laughs> and Kaylin goes, oh, I don't know what you're talking about. And then Caitlin ends up with Dean here now, so that probably Wait, hold on, I have a question. Who's Mary Colton? Mary, she was, she, like, maybe six months ago was saying that she wanted to marry Colton. Like, Colton is a person, and she Oh, Mary the action, gotcha, gotcha. He's the one that people think he might be, like, gay, and that's why he's a virgin. That's, like, 20, 20 people on the show, at least. Yeah, Jack Jack and I watched Love Island, and we're pretty sure that Love Island and The Bachelor both have a very, very high amount of bi people on that they just aren't turning into juicy television because they don't know how to handle the eliminations from that. So, but I think Jack's probably right. Okay, so finally Kaylin leaves. Good riddance. She's so annoying. All she does is complain. Um, we're we're, we're going to miss gone. you, Kaylin, whoever you are. I'm not. Mom's not. If Jack does, it's just because he's angsty. Hey, listen here, buddy Roo. <laughs> then John Paul Jones comes down with a date card, and it's for Jack. Take it away. I, I don't know what it is for. Oh, um, you're going to get married. No, it says Chris and Katie. It's for Chris and Katie. Oh, it's for Chris and Katie, and it says they're going to get married. It says there is a wedding in your future. Same thing. So it doesn't necessarily mean it's their wedding. It's just a wedding. But Katie is getting ready. She's like, finally, get we get a date. And um, she, uh, oh, Wells, Sydney, and Christina are agreeing that Katie is more invested in the relationship than Chris is. And I agree. Katie is wonderful. Chris, he's so old. He's the one who kind of looks like a psychopath, right? Yes. (laughs) He's old for reality television. There's a mysterious voice off the camera, or off the microphone, saying he's only 32. But he's been on... This is like his, what, like sixth season of this show? He's old. And, um... Katie is overthinking stuff still, and... She's like, I screwed things up, and, like, I don't know, I just don't think he's feeling it, and I'm nervous. And she's like, this date could make it or break it for us. So and it's not any date. Mom, like, if it goes badly enough, any date's gonna end, end a relationship. Yeah. Mom says, I think they're going to get engaged, but they won't make it. They're no Jade and Tanner. What's yeah, that Jade and Tanner are super freaking boring, and Katie's not. Um... Jade and Tanner, they got engaged, like, five years ago on this show, and they're still together, which is uh, quite the achievement in Bachelor World, and they have, like, two children together, and, like, actually got married and stuff. And they're not divorced? No. Oh, they beat our parents. (laughs) Yeah, they did! (laughs) Mom's gonna listen to this, and she's gonna be like, God. (laughs) Um... But, let's see. Oh, Blake finds Connor. Oh, Connor's alone in the dark crying. <laughs> it's like, oh. Oh, and, wait, no, yeah, I remember this because it was kind of gay. Yeah. <laughs> Jackson, Blake goes and sits down next to Connor and um, Blake's like, oh, dude, I totally understand. Like, I've been crying since I got here. It's just, uh And Connor goes, she didn't even say she was, oh, sorry. She didn't even say she was, like, sorry. You come to paradise with the expectation of finding someone. And then Blake lifted his head and sort of raised his eyebrows. And then the and screen got to back. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he was like, and Jack goes, I ship it. Yep, that sounds about right. <laughs> so, moral of the story is um, Connor and Blake have a thing for each other. Yep. It's, That's not really a it's moral. Our, it's our head cannon. <laughs> Is that is that a proper Tumblr phrase? Technically, yes. It's when it's canon, but it's really not. No, 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 no. It's when it's totally not canon, but it doesn't directly 
series. Contradict the series. Ah, thanks, Jack. You're welcome. Jack helps me with all my nerd lingo. But, um, Katie and Chris are on their date, and Katie says to Chris, like, I don't know what it feels... Oh, wait, no. She doesn't say this to him. She says this to the camera. She says, I don't know what it feels like to be in love. Or, I keep messing up. Sorry. She says, I know what it feels like to be in love. And this isn't it. And Katie is like, to Chris. Now she says it to Chris. She says, your walls are up. Like, are you waiting for the next person to walk down the stairs? Like, gotta take a bulldozer to those walls and bring them down so we can maybe get to know each other. And Chris says, no, 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 I'm way past that. That that didn't sound like him at all. That's what he sounds like to me. And they're both struggling to get, like, to communicate their feelings. And she, they're just, they're not very good at communication. And then, I, I don't, but I then they make out. I think he's bad at communication. Yeah, she's, she's pretty. Fine. She's pretty good. She's a little. She's a little crazy. I think, but, yeah, but that doesn't say anything about her she's, communication. She's good skills. about communicating. Yeah, she's good at communicating. They make out, and finally, a wedding parade comes down the street, and um, Katie thinks this is like an amazing oh, coincidence. Oh, well, and well, one of uh, one of them says like, "Oh, it's like staring into a, a mirror in the future." And this is, neither of them are Mexican. Neither of them are, like, Latino. But this is classic Latino wedding with, like, the giant, you know. mariachi. Mariachi. Music and, like, um, a bunch of, like, Mexican celebration decorations. And it's, like, a parade. And there's uh, dancers and... Yeah, Jack goes like, I do not think their wedding is going to be like this. <laughs> hey, maybe they might, might subvert, you know, expectations. and yeah. kind of... Maybe they'll culturally appropriate. Yeah, yeah, because, you know, bachelors done worse things. <laughs> yeah. Um, and they join the parade and they dance. And then at the end of the evening, she's like, that's it. We're basically married. I'm 100% in with this. We didn't communicate anymore, but there was a parade, so it's happening. (laughs) And uh, that's the end of the night. And the next morning, Matt Donald, old Matt Donald, is telling Chase and Blake about his date with Lauren Bree, who is, that's the name we give Bree. And he's like, there was kissing, but there was no making out. But when we saw the date, he was definitely making out with her. So I'm like, okay. He probably doesn't understand. Yeah, English isn't his first language. American Sign Language is. So he might not. It might be a language barrier thing. Maybe. No? (laughs) Maybe not. (laughs) Um, And... Chase says Matt needs kissing lessons, so then he takes a pineapple and sticks fruit in it and turns it into a face and, and if this makes were, Matt make out if, with it. If this were Love Island, I'd just like to say... The they, guys the would guys volunteer would be, themselves. Yeah. In fact, I think that did happen we, in Love Island, yeah. right? Well, Chase used to date, I believe, uh, I'm not positive about this, but I believe Chase used to date that awful conservative youth person. What's her name? All right, so Chase used to date... Tommy Laren, who I had to Google her name because I forgot her name. But yeah, I thought you were gonna just like like you were just gonna act like you knew that off the top of your head. No, for no, a no, 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 no. When you Google annoying conservative reporter, <laughs> the first thing to come up is Tommy Laren. <laughs> Which is funny. Also, she's not really a reporter, she's just a complainer. But I mean that's what reporters are, right? No, 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 that's not really what they're supposed to be. But Chase used to date her, so it's safe to assume that Chase probably is not going to be making out with any of these other dudes on the island. I think that's a safe bet. Well, maybe she, she might have turned him. We, we, we don't know. That's She's true. that annoying. Yeah, that would... <laughs> That's a little inappropriate. <laughs> Excuse me. I'm you wanted me on this show because I'm a little inappropriate. No, I wanted you on this show because I didn't want to do it alone. Because you couldn't everyone, find anyone else? Everyone else was busy. Then Blake says, as awkward as Matt is, he's the real new playboy of paradise. And Blake, who like has literally slept with everyone here, 
is saying that about Matt, who can't even make out with one of them. <laughs> but, um, and they're in the pool, and then, like, Matt, they're playing Marco Polo, and, like, Matt Don, it was Matt Donald's suggestion to, like, play it, and he's, like, walking around, he's like, Marco, and no one's playing with him. And Bree's <coughs> like, Label. oh my god. And then um, Sydney is, like, giving him a massage, and she's like, take your pants off. And he's like, no, my mom would kill me. <laughs> and um, he's, this is, like, the fifth time he's talking, he's talked about his mom this episode. So, he talks about his mom a lot. Then that's random Re- chick Re- from... Revian. Revian comes down the stairs, and nobody remembers who she is. I barely remember who she is. I ended up remembering because... Um, I don't know who I any of these like, people are. I saw her... I looked at her boobs, and I was like, oh! Those look familiar. Yeah, I was like... I was like, she's the girl that used to work for a plastic surgeon! <laughs> Sorry, it's popping in the streets of Cambria today. You don't tell people where you are. What if they come and stalk you? I don't live at this place. What if they come and stalk me? <laughs> um, <laughs> but uh, also, Revian's hair is a different color now than it was when she was on <coughs> Colton season, so that made it a little difficult to recognize her also. But no one knows who she is. Not even the girls who were on her season know who she is. <laughs> And everyone's like, oh, who's that? Is that Rev? Is that Rev? And then Matt, like, she's flirting with Matt, and Matt keeps saying her name wrong. She, he's like, oh, Revy. Yeah, Revy seems nice. Oh, Revin is, like, really pretty. Oh, it's not Revin, it's Revian. Oh, are you saying, are you saying Rev? Are you saying Rev your engines? That's a weird name. <laughs> and they're just like, he, no one can get her name right. And they go on, they end up going on, she asks them on a date, I think. Yeah. Oh, wait, no, she doesn't. She asks him on the date, and then she's like, nah. Um, and then she talks to John Paul Jones, and John Paul Jones is like, I don't want to date you because I'm in love with Tasha. And she goes, okay. But then they admire, they give each other hair compliments. He's like, you've got great hair, though. And she's like, oh, thanks, so do you. And then she finally asks Connor on a date, and Connor's like, oh, yeah, sure. And then they have fun, but they don't really seem that into each other. Um, but it seems like, I think they kiss. Yeah, what's their date that they go on? Oh, they're just riding segways, and they get, like, a balloon hat from a clown. Oh, that's right! And her balloon hat's really intricate, but then his is just, just like... a blue circle? <laughs> And Jack goes, oh my god, he got ripped off. <laughs> and then they, I think, kiss, but it wasn't that into, it didn't seem, it was just like a, it wasn't that great. And then Blake and Christina talk about who they think the strongest couples are, and obviously the top of the list are Dylan and Hannah G. Um, Wait, hold on. Who are they? Dylan, Dylan and Hannah G? Yeah. They're uh, the guy that mom thinks she knows his dad, which we hope that's not actually the case because it turns out Dylan's dad is dead. So we're hoping that it's not actually mom's old co-worker. But wouldn't it be kind of cool if it was? Not really, because we've been making this joke for a while and we didn't know that his dad was dead. So, and Hannah G's the one that, um, on Colton season, her hometown date was a bredicate lesson. What? A what? Bredicate. Like, she was like, welcome to Alabama. I'm going to teach you how to eat your bread right. It was in Alabama, so it was really an inbredicate. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Are you going to keep that? Jack. I'm sorry to any Alabama if, if eleven of our if one any of one of our one of our eleven viewers, listeners is from if they're not though I think they're all from Tennessee or California. Why Tennessee? I don't know why people in Tennessee listen to us. Thanks though, guys. 
<laughs> Why do they live in I Tennessee? <laughs> I'm just kidding. I've never Tennessee's been to Tennessee. Pretty cool. I've heard t- Tennessee is a pretty chill place. Nashville is supposed to be the coolest freaking place, and I've always wanted to go to Nashville. And that's where Taylor Swift's from. But now we're, <laughs> we digress. Um, next up, Demi is like starting to panic a little bit. She's like, oh my God. She's like, Christian loves PDA. And she's like, and I just don't like PDA and I don't know what to do about it. And she's like, Christian is just, she's such a touchy person. And when I don't like be touchy with her, she gets touchy with the other girls here, even though they're like straight. And she's like, she's definitely flirting with them though. Like she's for sure flirting. And, um, like, Katie asks Demi if she and Christian are going to get engaged. And Demi's like, uh, I don't think so. Because, like, I don't know. She's, like, being really, like, I don't know. It's probably not going to happen. And she's just being really anxious. Which is really, we don't see this from Demi ever. Because she's so confident all the time. She's the one that always, like, makes other people kind of have anxiety. <laughs> she goes up to them and she, like... <coughs> says something and then they're like oh my god I can't I have to go home so this is not very but they need all the drama they can get so you know so this is weird which and this leads me to expect that um or suspect that Demi actually really really does care about Christian because otherwise (laughs) she wouldn't even care about any of this so I actually believe this is kind of a legit relationship but who knows if they're very, like, compatible because they keep arguing. That's all the couples in Bachelor. No, it's not not Dylan and Hannah G. Anyways, uh, Nicole brings down a date card, and it's for Demi and Christian. And she says, let yourself be guided to love. And Demi says she's worried what people will think of her um, and, like, if she she's worried about what people will think with gay PDA, basically PD gay. Yes, PD gay. <laughs> and and I'm like, who cares? But I guess I when think you're a decent amount of the bachelor viewers are. That's true. I did see are... a bunch of people complaining. They're like, I'm not going to watch Paradise because you guys are bringing the gay. And I'm like, you guys are freaking idiots. Who cares? Like. And also, it's Demi, so you guys probably already didn't like Demi. If you, <laughs> well, what's wrong with what's wrong with Demi? Because she's very, um, she's the kind of person that people that don't like gay people probably wouldn't like bold women either. Mm. You know, you get what I'm saying? Um, so she is just worried about that, and she's a. <clears throat> She's afraid she's not going to be able to give Christian what she needs as far as um, affection goes. And then they get married. And then the date. Yeah, they go to, like, um, this kind of, like, it's like an Aztec ritual kind of thing. And they're playing a flute. And um, (laughs) one of them's wearing a huge, a huge headdress. And Christian goes, oh, my God, I love your hat. Where'd you get that? Is that from Urban Outfitters? <laughs> She's like, oh my god, I'm obsessed. <laughs> um, and then the person doesn't respond at all. And they start playing music and stuff, and it's a ritual. And the ritual is supposed to celebrate and strengthen their union. But then they, like, tie their hands together and stuff like that. And, and it's it, a fucking marriage, man. <laughs> it's a wet. It looks like a, like an Aztec wedding. I don't know anything about Aztec culture or anything, so I'm not sh- really sure what it is. But it's a fucking wedding, man. But it does look like a, a wedding, for sure. So that happened. So Demi's over here, and she's like, oh, my God. I can't hold her, I can't hold her hand in public. People are going to like, ridicule me for being gay, and then <laughs> they're like, okay, cool, here's your wedding date. <laughs> so, that that happened. Um, and after the rose ceremony, they talk about how Demi doesn't like when Christian's touching other people, and 
Christian's like, listen, that's just a part of my personality. I'm an affectionate person, but I'm, it's not meant to be flirty at all. It's like a platonic thing. And, um, <coughs> sorry, mom, mom's writing it. Mom wrote a note in the thing. She says, do we think Christian would have been cast on the show under other circumstances? She's beautiful, but she's not the standard bachelor beautiful. No, she wouldn't have. Which means she doesn't look like everyone else that's on the show. She's not a literal clone. <laughs> yeah, she's not Hannah G or Hannah B, and her name's not <coughs> Hannah. <laughs> she doesn't look like she could be named Hannah. <laughs> no, yeah, no. Obviously, she wouldn't be on the show if, in any other, you know, scenario. Yeah. Um, but she understands what Demi's going through because that's what she experienced when she first came out and she's willing to, she's so honored that Demi's coming out with her, like for her being in the relationship and she's really excited to, um, help her through the coming out thing. And that's pretty cool. So it was nice. Um... But mom says she doesn't think that Demi will ever be okay with PDA um, because of her, like, mommy issues. Because uh, her mom was in jail for her whole life, basically. So I think she might have, like, struggle with, like, affection like that. Because she was, like, A in Texas and A, like, B, not A and A and B didn't have, like, a mother figure, really. To, like, you know? I'm sure her dad was affectionate with her, too, but maybe she's, like, has mommy issues. I mean, yeah, probably. Why are you looking at me? <laughs> are you saying having... I have mommy issues? No, I'm having I love my mother. Mom, hey, Mom. I love you. Mom, we love you. <laughs> no, I'm saying... I'm, I'm ta- looking at you because I'm having a conversation with you. Oh, I just I just drop in comments every once in a while. I'm, this isn't a conversation. <laughs> I hate you. Um, but yeah, that's their date, and uh, she <coughs> excuse me. She's like, I feel so much better after that not wedding date thing. That was so nice. That definitely it was so spiritual and really helped us feel better. And then they're back in the bros room, and John Paul Jones, turns out he's no longer sleeping outside. He is on a top bunk, and he is playing his stomach like a drum. And a a bro asks if he and Taysha are boyfriend and girlfriend, and if they're going to the fantasy suite. And he says she is his girlfriend, and they all laugh. And she says, I'm... Oh, mom says, I'm thinking John Paul Jones is too tall for his bunk. Look at how... <laughs> and then she goes, so how the heck does Connor get any sleep? Connor doesn't seem like the type to sleep. He just cries? Yeah, he just cries. <laughs> and, you know. On the couch until Blake comes. No, on, on the beach. It's on, it's on the beach. Oh. You know, once everyone's gone to bed, he just goes out to the beach and looks at the ocean and cries. And he's like, this is why the, the ocean is so salty. Because of all the people that cry in paradise. No, it's just 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 him. Just, <laughs> just him. him. Just all, all his he, tears. He makes the ocean all by himself. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you for your sacrifice, Connor. Thank you for your sacrifice and <laughs> helping the little fishies. Um, and John Paul Jones says he has a surprise for Tasha, and he's really excited about it. He learned uh, the previous night that Tasha never went to her prom. So, he's going to throw her a paradise prom. And he goes up and he invites her to his prom. And Which Nicole, is, you know, it's a nice gesture. But it's literally just like a bunch of balloons that say prom. It's cute. And then they drink alcohol. It's or no, cute. it's spiked punch. Spiked punch. It's spiked punch, yeah. yeah. Um, Nicole says that John Paul Jones and Tasha are the best surprise to happen in paradise. No one ever expected them to end up together, and everyone's thrilled with how happy they are together. And um, Tasha says that she really appreciates John Paul Jones because he really listens to her, and it seems like 
It's such a small thing, but it's so important. Um, and she says, we see them both get ready. Oh, John Paul Jones has already asked Tasha to the prom. So he's wearing a nice suit. Oh, and before this happened, Tasha goes, yeah, it's weird. He told me he has, like, a sports jacket. Is that what those are called? Sports what? coat? Sports? Yeah, sports coat. That's, like, some gentleman's wear. I guess. I don't know. I don't, I'm not fancy, Ariel. <laughs> you don't have any privilege. Yeah, I barely have clothes. <laughs> Um, and, uh, then it shows him putting on his, like, <coughs> coat and stuff, and Tasha's in this really pretty, like, feathery pink gown, and then he meets her at the beach, and he brings her a croissage, which was so cute, and he's like, will you accept this croissage? And they walk off to the prom, and, like, everyone that's that else that's on the beach is like... <coughs> Bye, we love you. Be safe at the prom. And they're like, and someone else says, save room for Jesus. <laughs> and uh, Tasha goes, thanks, Mom. And then the palapa is all set up with, like, a prom punch bowl. There's tiara, uh, or a tiara and a crown <coughs> and a Polaroid so they can take pictures together. And there's champagne. To- totally history. Yeah. Well, also, they're not allowed to have any sort of technology on the beach. <laughs> Because they could access out, outside world news, and they don't want to do that. With a just a normal camera? People don't use those, though. They use their phones. I know, but you're more likely to use an actual camera than a Polaroid. <laughs> Not when you're shooting a reality television show, Jack. <laughs> um, but they... Uh, he asked why she didn't go to the prom... And she says, no one asked her. And then she says, there's something wrong with society if Tasha Adams was not asked to the prom. And they crown themselves the Paradise Prom King and Queen. And he slams back Which, his... you know, is, is horrible because no one voted for them. They voted for each other. Yeah, that doesn't fucking count, Ariel. Yeah, it does. You can vote for yourself. That's yeah, but you, you can't be the only people who vote. You should have gotten the whole... It should have been. It should have been, uh, uh, you know, island uh, full of vent. Where it should have been everyone. You know what I'm. Uh, uh, island democracy. Yeah. <laughs> well, anyways, um, he slams back his champagne, <coughs> aka his champagne, and he and Tasha get up and they dance to a random saxophone player who just walked down for no reason at all and they laugh and they're goofy and they dance (laughs) copyright jack it's okay if i change it though um so if you change it from okay to horrible it's Exactly. <laughs> if I change it from, you know, a, a classical piece of um, um, American music um, to memes. a shit, you know, approximation, then it's fine. Yeah. <laughs> also, uh, you don't make any money off this, so. Yeah, that's, that's true. That also helps. Um, and they're dancing and they're having fun, and Tasha's like, uh, actually, I don't think Tasha said anything. I think they're just having fun. And Clay says that he definitely thinks they're in love. And Sid says John Paul Jones is making the rest of the bros look lazy. <laughs> and Tasha and John Paul Jones invite everyone else to dance. And everyone's slow dancing on the... All the couples are slow dancing on the beach. And it's super, super, super cute. And Sydney was like, oh, we should definitely go dance. And then Matt walks away. Like, he, she asked Matt to dance at the prom with her, and then he straight up just leaves. Wait, who, who's, who's... Stop, you're making so much noise with your cup. They like that. Don't no, they don't. No. They just, saw, they just told me that they liked it. Okay, anyways. Then there's a montage with all the couples, and it ends with a flashback to Tasha and John Paul Jones and all their time in paradise together. And this is um, really, honestly, super cute. One of the cutest things that's happened all season, and I love it. And I don't really like Tasha that much, but they're such a cute couple. Such a cute couple. 
And John Paul Jones goes, I'm the king of paradise! I didn't vote for you. And they look over their pictures and they love them. And um, they're dancing. And she's like, are we dancing well? And then John Paul Jones goes, I don't know, maybe Blake can teach us. <laughs> and it's funny because Blake was took Tasha on the first date of paradise. So uh, that, that makes it funny? Yeah. And Blake's kind of a dick. It's funny, Jack. <laughs> Anyways, um, Blake prepares a little date for Christina because he's like, oh, I'm getting overshadowed. And he makes a date card for her, and he basically goes, well, um, 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 well, like, I just, uh, Christina's just perfect, and he's, like, blinking a lot. She's like, he's like, and, like, uh, I just, I really want her to have my babies. She's, like, the mother of my children, probably, and I just really, I, 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 um, I just, I just, I just, I just really see a future with her. Because he always repeats himself. And, um, she asks him to this little date and they're talking and Christina's like, uh, she's like, do you want to try doing the Russian accent again? Or do no, you I'm okay. Thanks. Christina basically dumps him and she's like, I can't get there if I'm being <laughs> real. Was that good? No, that was shit. <laughs> I've never spoken to a Russian before, so. She's... My she, history teacher looked like Vladimir... My high school history teacher looked like Vladimir Putin. I thought he was, I thought he was principal when you were there. He, he taught me first semester. Oh, yeah? Oh, yeah. okay. And then he became principal because that's what Vladimir Putin would do. <laughs> um, and... Uh, she's, she basically dumps him, and he's like, I don't understand. I never did anything douchebaggy in the slightest. And then she's, he goes, besides the time I slept with Kaylin the night after I slept with you. And um, she says that she came to Paradise to help him find love. And Blake just cries, and they hug goodbye. And she was, my mom's goes, okay, my mom's like, was this her plan all along? To ruin Blake's chance at finding love with anyone? If so, then touche, Christina. And well done. Karma is a bitch. And... <laughs> Wait, hold on, hold on. You your guys are allowed to say bitch? The fuck? Karma is a bitch, Blake. And her name is Christina. <laughs> so, Christina has been really petty this season. She's not usually so terrible to other people. Um, she used to be super nice. You never watched past seasons. Right, but then, but, but now she's in. She doesn't need to be nice, because she's in. And she's, you know. Oh, Jack, do you want to tell them your Christina conspiracy theory? Oh, oh, I, I think she dumped Blank, because he didn't have high enough government clearance. <laughs> I think she's, I think she's here to get America's secrets. Yeah, she's here to meddle with the election. <laughs> And um, she, <laughs> Blake just was too dumb and too bad of a dancer and too low government clearance to help her at all. So she was like, well, I'm going to dump him. I got what I needed. And um, that's why her van was so dark when she was leaving was because there was a bunch of spy equipment in there. Yeah. No question. Sorry. Espionage equipment. <laughs> And, um, yeah, it was kind of a little bit sad, though. Like, I don't really feel bad for Blake because he's so terrible. But he just can't catch a break. Like, yeah, he was kind of a dick. But he was just a dick because he's stupid. He wasn't, like, malicious at all. <clears throat> and, um, then Mom says she feels a little bit sorry for Blake. But, like... He's, she says, at least until he says, mom says that she does feel a little sorry for him until he says that this feels like Becca all over again. And he wonders why he wasn't enough for Becca, Hannah G or Christina. And he, then he says, I've learned a lot, but at what cost? And I told Jack, I was like, he definitely watched like Infinity War right before this. What it cost? Everything. <laughs> Everything. And then he's. 
returning to his, like, I gotta get out of here mantra, and then he leaves. And then the ending, post-credits, is Demi talking to old Matt Donald about what he does for a living. And he's a medical sales rep, and he, de- like, he, he's basically a dealer of placenta and umbilical cords. Which is a good, good business, I can tell you for sure. And they use them for their stem cells, and Demi's freaked out, and she's like, oh my god, oh my god, that's crazy. She's like, how much can, like, how much does one sell for? And she's like, or, and Matt says, technically you can't sell your own placenta, but each one brings in about forty to $45,000. And Demi's like, what? And Demi's like, oh my god, I can't believe you can sell your stuff for that much, that's crazy. And that was the whole episode, basically. Yep. So, thanks for listening. But we have another episode that we're going to record Wait, right huh? after this. Wait, excuse me? Pardon That me. was only the first episode of the week, Jeff. I'm done. No, you're not. Yes, I am. No. Uh, I'm done. No, Jack. That I'll do it with you. No. You want, you want mom's ex-husband... To host her, her podcast. Yeah, more than, with me. more than I want me to. No, I want you to do it. <laughs> <laughs> um, anyways, Jack, what are your overall thoughts about the episode? Who are your favorite people? What was your favorite date? What do you think? Who do you think is going to end up together? End game. Who do you think is end game? Yeah, I don't know. Jackson, come on! You watched two episodes. Yeah, I, I, I think the ones that broke up in the second episode that we watched aren't gonna. Spoiler end up alert! We have stopped to record that episode. Well, but we already watched it. We can talk about it. No, we have to talk about things in order. Fine, we'll come back with Jack's opinions about the show next episode that we record in ten minutes. Right. Also, please. Rate, review, and subscribe our podcast. No, we're not done yet, Jack. What? And um, you can follow us on Instagram and send us all your favorite Bachelor memes uh, at Rosette's Podcast on Instagram. don't feel obligated to. We're not going to pressure you. Yeah, you don't have to if you don't want to, but memes are like my, our one, you know, source of happiness. I don't have a source for happiness. It's memes. Um, you can also email us at rosettespodcast at gmail.com if you have any input Um, thank you guys for listening sorry mom couldn't be here mom really wanted to be here and record but instead we got her second favorite child here instead after Harley our dog yeah (laughs) oof but yeah thank you guys for listening share us with your people and we will talk to you Again, in a little bit. Okay, now do I say it? See y'all,